You're listening to episode 299 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Lucia Holly. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, party people. Welcome to the show. I am back in Minnesota. It has been really kind of amazing weather here. And I know after I record this episode, I'm going to have a little lunch, and then I'm going to get out for a walk outside. It's been such a temperate winter here. But last week, actually, as we were flying back into town from Florida, we got hit with quite a bit of snow, which was beautiful to look at. Um, But (laughs) I definitely feel less inclined to walk outside when I feel like there's more potential to slip and fall. I, for whatever reason, I just don't want to slip and fall while I'm pregnant, so I've been more hesitant to walk outside, but the roads, because of all the sunshine the last couple of days and the warmth, the roads and the sidewalks are really clear right now, So, and the sky is so, so blue, so I'm just like jonesing to get outside after I do a few more things for the day. Anyway, I hope you have been having a lovely week no matter where you are, no matter what your weather is like. And yeah, on today's episode, we're talking about compassionate clarity. If you haven't, like where I want to start with this idea is breaking down each word to like by itself and then kind of smushing them together. So while I'm not going to define compassion, I'm not going to define clarity, I just want us to have a feeling for each of them before we put them together. I think it can be helpful. A lot of us, when it comes to our health and wellness goals, we have very like high pie in the sky ideas for our health. And by having these lofty ideas, um, sometimes they can be motivating if we're in a good mood. And other times it can feel very defeating to have these goals that seem quite far away from where we are in the present moment. Um, If we're in less than a good mood or if we're in a bad mood uh, or if we're feeling more reactionary in our thinking, if we're taking our thinking really seriously. So I like us to always come back to, you know, under having a deeper understanding and having more clarity around, well, what is it that I'm moving towards? If I say I want to be drinking X amount of water per day, or I want to lose X amount of body fat or pounds of weight, primarily from body fat this year or by X date, why? What is the point? Where Where is the clarity around these ideas? Because that roots any goals. And listen, I love a good goal. Goals are fantastic to have. But if we don't understand why we have a goal, it's really easy unless we're in a perfect mood. And spoiler, none of us are in perfect moods 24-7. It's very easy for that goal to, to not make sense and to for us to find a lot of distractions to move us actually not towards the goal anymore, to not have it be a boring habit that we're learning how to repeat and be consistent with. It's very easy when we're distracted and the goal feels murky and vague that we, I I hesitate to say the word self-sabotage, but like I just mentioned, that we take our negative thinking 
really seriously versus recognizing no matter what the goal is, no matter how lofty or how small, I will always have some amount of negative thinking towards it when I'm in a low mood because that's just what the human brain does. When we can rationalize in that way, that to me is actually... (laughs) Okay, I did not define compassion nor clarity, but I was moving towards defining clarity first. That is actually how we have that compassionate clarity, is that we humanize and depersonalize having a clear, specific goal. I'm sure you have heard of setting SMART goals before, specific, measurable, actionable, uh, I always forget what the R is, but then like time bound, right? You've heard that before. You could Google it up the wazoo. I think most of us have an idea that a smart goal is a more, uh, is a clearer goal. You have more parameters around it, but plenty of us can have smart goals when we're in crappy moods or we can set a goal that we think will move us out of that crappy mood. And to me, that's just a really gentle and small misunderstanding of how the human brain works. So I would rather, and you know, when clients or potential clients or just folks in general reach out to me, it can be really interesting that often, I wouldn't say more times than not, but often you can tell if someone is reaching out for coaching in the hopes that that coaching will get them out of what feels really bad, like it's a form of escaping. And then you can also tell, and, and that's fine, you can sign up for coaching. If like your coach can have some awareness of that, doesn't mean you're not eligible. But it's there's a difference between how we approach our goals if we're trying to escape what feels bad, what we believe to be bad about our lives or in our lives versus when, and to me, the more effective view of having goals or, you know, getting accountability and moving towards and making a really good solid game plan is understanding that the choices that we're making day to day are not personal. And that means, okay, if you're not sleeping much right now, it's not personal to you, right? If you decide that you create a very clear goal of working on your wind down routine, uh, waking up a bit earlier, you know, what, like prioritizing, having a really kind of safe sleep environment in terms of stimulation, etc. That also isn't personal to you either. If you're working on on increasing the effectiveness of your sleep. A lot of times I think in health and wellness, we think of the idea of bettering ourselves, bettering our health. And it is true from like a data standpoint that if your body composition is a certain amount of lean body mass, and if you decrease that fat mass to a certain Goldilocks range, of course there are like scientifically validated health benefits to that. So let's not feel freaked out by using the words good and bad either. But also at the same time, you hear all the nuance in this, at the same time, it doesn't make you a better or a worse person. And I think a lot of us do have to notice our thoughts and thinking about ourselves. If we have a day where, you know, we try, we actually did try our hardest and we didn't move the ticker in the direction and the way that we assumed we would, we take things very, very personally when it comes to our health. And I just want to be the first one to say, that's why this episode is about compassionate clarity, is that when you are clear about your goals, they 
have more, in my opinion, they have more of an opportunity to become less personal. And that means when we take our goals less personally, we then are less reactionary to them because we recognize that it's just about clipping away at them over and over and over and over on a good day, on a bad day, on an exciting day, on a boring day, on a day where we get a quarter of our workout done, on a day where we completely blow our PRs, our personal records out of the water in the gym because we just felt so damn good. All of that happens to me most effectively from what I've seen with basically a decade of coaching now when you practice compassionate clarity. You know what you're moving towards. You know that those goals are not personal to you, but you also know that you value them. There's a reason that you're setting these goals and you have these ideas for yourself. So it's that entire trifecta. Now, if you feel like you do not have enough clarity, there's a really cool hack I'm going to tell you. Super duper pro science. Are you ready? Are you ready for it? (laughs) It's not. I want you, if you are not feeling clarity, clarity is going to come first. Compassion, I think, is just our recognition in general that we're humans and that these things are personal to us. But if we value them, we have every permission to integrate them into our lives. Here's the hack. You're going to get a pen and a piece of paper. Don't do it on your phone. Get an actual piece of paper. Scour the house. Pull an extra one out of a book. I don't care. Get a pen. Go find one. Scribble so that it actually writes. And then write down what it is that you want. Actually do it. Pause the podcast. Go do it. Go be lo-fi, low-tech, and do that. Okay? Okay. Now that you've done it, that's one step of clarity. You might have a whole list of the things that you want. You might have just one biggie. It might be an umbrella. They might be separate. They might kind of be a constellation. Fantastic. Now then, choose one of those And give yourself more clarity about how that will become reality in your day-to-day life and your week-to-week life. So this is where you're breaking down that goal into, you could say the SMART aspect, right? Specific, measurable, etc. But also, you're just actually giving your brain the opportunity to see how this thing that you value will integrate into your life. This takes that urgency out, I find, nine out of 10 times. A lot of people say, I want to lose 20 pounds. You're like, okay, how do you make it happen? When you actually have to sit down, chill out, get out of reactionary thinking, and take a little time with this, you can actually start to see, oh, it's going to come back to some basic, boring lifestyle habit shifts. And what I want you to come away with from this episode is that, A, You have every ability to make the shifts. The basic boring habits are for everyone. They they aren't exclusive and they aren't exclusionary. You can do it. And B, you probably have a bit of lack of self-confidence in one arena or another. And the only thing that will create more self-confidence is for you to begin practicing. That's it. Anyone who is confident in their health and wellness habits have practiced. They have practiced and practiced and practiced. They've learned through that practice, not through fretting about or pushing away or disdain for the practice. Does that make sense? 
It's like riding a bike. You could watch all the YouTube tutorials, you could read all the books about how to ride a bike, but until your booty is on that seat, until your booty kind of hurts after being on that seat for the first couple of days, but you know I'll get used to it, and in fact you do. You build that confidence, and then you get more used to finding your balance on the bike, and then you go from a slower speed to a faster speed, and then you learn the tricks or whatever else it is. That is all building self-confidence is in a certain arena. It's just practicing over and over. So that's the compassionate clarity I want you to be thinking about this week is that there's no magic to health and wellness. It's the six basic healthy habits. If you want fat loss, you just add in a calorie deficit on top of that, like we talk about all the time. I want that to be such boring information for you, whether you're a newer listener to the show or you've been listening for years. This stuff, I should sound repetitive because it is repetitive, as it should be. That means it's applicable and doable for any of us, no matter where you're starting from. And that compassionate clarity comes from giving yourself clarity, so writing things down, and then recognizing that you're a human and you're going to have negative thoughts, just like you're going to have positive thoughts. And the less you fight those, the less you pile on, why am I being so negative about this? Why is it so hard for me? Why is it so easy for Susie or whoever, you know, my next door neighbor or my, my sibling and whatever, or why does someone else make it sound so complicated? Who cares? Tune out the noise. It doesn't apply to you and your situation. It just takes practice. And that practice is having the clarity and also having the clarity of mind that you're a human and that you will have days where things feel a little easier and days where things feel a little bit harder. Nothing's gone wrong. Both of those are super duper normal and your only job is to practice. That's it. So thank you so much for being here on today's episode. Carry on, go forth with your compassionate clarity, and I will see you on next week's episode, which is episode 300. Oh my gosh. So thank you so much. Like I said before, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate every single episode that we get to share together, and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know it's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me, where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires, and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com to connect.